0: Near
1: Death Dolls.
2: Welcome to Near Death Dolls I'm Paige
1: and I'm Lisa
2: and we are your hosties with the mosties
0: No you're not. who the hell do you think you are? Uh-
1: <laughs> You caught us. Didn't have a chance, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) had no one fooled. (laughs) (laughs) Doll faces, we have a very special episode today. We have Sam and my better half, Kyle, will be joining us as we all will be telling our personal paranormal strange experiences. Welcome, guys. We're happy to have you here. Oh, thank
2: you. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us on.
3: Hey, um, first, before we get into it, though, what is everybody sipping on? Start with Sam. What you sipping we'll on? We'll start
2: with me, cause I'm maybe the soberest one. I'm drinking coffee and uh, some. What what uh, what what flavor is this one? Vanilla. Vanilla uh, creamer. Ooh, oh, Fancy. <laughs> I love coffee though. It is it is like a drug to me. Where are your Heck beans yeah. from? I think either they're from South America. Okay, that's a good wa- place. I was
1: waiting for him to say like Target. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah no. I. Uh, Safeway.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I always
2: get organic, and I always
3: try to get fair trade. Nice, wonderful. We try to get the good stuff. Kyle, what
0: you got?
1: I went the opposite direction, really. Uh, I <laughs> went with an Australian whiskey called Starward. Star Wars. Ooh, th- I'm just th- no, yeah, yeah. No, I think Lisa's had this one before. I believe I'm, I've had it know.
0: once or twice on the podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is uh, aged three years in Australian red wine barrels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm, yeah, fancy.
3: So does it have a hint of red wine flavoring?
1: Actually, yeah. So if you think of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a sherry, but with a dry finish. It's Mm. kind of weird. Yummy. It's good.
0: Okay. Lisa, what about you? What are you drinking? I have the elusive Wildberry Truly Hard Seltzer today. (laughs) Sounds like a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was wild. It's wild. That's why it's elusive. Wildberry.
1: Did you have to catch it?
0: I did. I hunted it down in our our little fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Trap that bitch. Paige, what are you drinking? I am drinking a California Roots Moscato. Okay. I remember last time you had the, was it Sauvignon Blanc?
3: I did. So I guess I'm sticking with the California Roots brand for a little bit. I really like
0: it and it's cheap. Hey, doesn't get any better than that, right? Hell yeah. All right. Okay, guys, we're so excited. I think we're going to start with Kyle's uh, strange paranormal personal experience. Go ahead, Kyle, take it away.
1: Well, it's a weird one. Good. yeah, Yeah. So I guess like to paint the picture is high school and I'm at a friend's house. And I think the thing that makes this weird to me is that, you know, if you're going to have a haunted house experience, you don't expect it to be in a new construction house. And so all the houses in the neighborhood are new. Everything's nice. It's not like some, you know, ancient dilapidated piece of property. Anyway, so we are alone in the house. The rest of the family's on vacation and we're upstairs in the game room and we're watching a movie. This house being new, it had an intercom system that ran throughout the, the whole house. But to my knowledge and, you know, their knowledge that Nothing's connected to the intercom. There's no like... Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> Sounds like I know where this is going. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. It,
1: there's no radio on it. It's just an intercom. You know what I mean? So we're upstairs in the house and watching TV or a movie. And the dog starts growling at the door in the upstairs hallway. And we're like, okay, that's weird. And then the TV starts going static. And we're like, okay. Okay, yeah. Oh, this, is, this is weird. And then the intercoms start playing like 19... 19- <gasps> 20s music and so at at this point my friend is like freaking out like borderline tears terrified and i'm thinking okay so they have a brother i was like maybe the brother's actually in the house just playing a prank on us so i go over to the intercom and things and like go to turn it off and on off doesn't work so I was like, okay, now this is like really kind of weird. So we actually had to like turn the physical volume knob down on all of them to get them to stop playing music.
0: Was it playing all throughout the house, like on every intercom? Yes, okay.
1: every intercom. Oh, that's yep. weird,
0: because usually you wouldn't be able to do that, right? You'd only no, like not, page not, one well, like room at a time? Yeah,
1: so it's not my house. Like I, I'm not intimately familiar with their intercom system, but from what they told me, there's no radio attached to it. And yeah, it was just, it was super weird. But at this point, with the dogs barking at the door, and, you know, the TV kind of going staticky, and the intercoms playing really creepy music, when they didn't actually turn off, and you had to, like, adjust the volume instead, that was the point where, like, yeah, I mean, my friend lost it, and we're like, okay, we're, we have to leave the house. This is this is just too weird. <laughs> so we go outside, and it's, it's night, and we're standing out front just talking about what just happened, and... Like no lie, out of the corner of my eye, you could see a figure kind of just past the window. Ah! Like somebody somebody else was in the house. No And Yeah, so Oh my god. Me being a rational person, I'm like, okay, was their brother home? Like what what actually happened? But you know, days later the whole rest of the family came back from being out of town and brother was with them. So I I really don't have a explanation other than crime. Yeah, yeah, so I've never been one that was like, yeah, you know, ghosts are real or ghosts are not real. You know, like it's just not something that's been on my mind. But that is something I haven't been able to explain.
3: That's crazy. That's scary. Yeah. That's oh a God. lot.
1: That is a lot to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh,
3: and you guys are living in a new house in a new complex right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it's you know who knows? Maybe it was like. Wait, what what do they say like the ancient in- Indian burial grounds or something you know, like maybe yeah. they built on something who knows like if uh,
2: yeah. a band from the nineteen twenties died there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah buried deep in the ground yeah. <laughs> they're like oh we have an audience <laughs> yep. and I can't I can't help but think about the song from that movie
3: tiptoe through the window. <laughs> Isn't that from the 1920s, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's an old song, but is that Conjuring?
2: No, the other one. <gasps> You're right. Insidious. Yes. That's okay, it
0: just thinking. hit me. Yes. Oh, that's creepy. I Whoa. wonder if that's
2: like a common, like if people, if that, if there's, if old music is a common thing, because that, I've never heard of that actually happening to somebody. That's insane. I,
1: I think the weirdest thing is like, you know, years later is when like Fallout and those types of games came out. And the same type of <gasps> music you know, years later, that's, that's like the creepy kind of old timey music that's played throughout the Fallout games. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it sounded like to me at the time. So and then to add on to that story, supposedly later on, and this is like a month later, this person's on the phone with me, and we're chatting, it's late at night. And you can hear the radio in the background. And the radio cuts out and says the person's name and says get out of the house on the radio and same thing like instant freaking out crying you know tears you know that that sort of thing oh my God. and that and them being <laughs> terrified you know so. could you hear it on
0: the phone like through the phone
1: i could hear the static and like it go gargly, mm-hmm. but i didn't i didn't hear you know mm-hmm. the, the get out of the house or anything you know so
3: oh my gosh dang that's a straight up horror movie it is it is did they stay in the house
1: i i mean if you're a high school kid i don't think you have much choice you know
3: yeah, that's true.
2: That's true. Yeah, they say yeah. like, get out of the house, it's time for our band practice. Type of thing.
1: <laughs> no, it it, it definitely sounded cool, more though, uh, it more evil band. than, uh, you know, oh. de- dead band band members.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was like 1920s, like early death metal <laughs> band.
1: Oh, oh, there you go.
2: They're punks. Maybe like early punks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Depression era metal. Goth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was going to say, what 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 really happened back then? Uh, like, the, the mafia stuff and, you know. True. Yeah, prohibition. You know, yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's my Crazy. story. So, um, Oof. yeah, I I don't know how to explain it. I've never had anything happen like that before or after. It's just kind of uh, a weird one.
2: Do you know what? I th- I just, this is just completely sideways, but I'm thinking about, like, nowadays they're discovering in Southern California, I don't know if they have stuff in Texas, but in Southern California... They find tunnels all the time, yeah. <laughs> cartel-style tunnels, you know, like oh, yeah. for the borders. Really elaborate tunnels. They just found one recently, I think. Uh, a bunch of Chinese immigrants were trying to escape from Mexico back back when they were immigrants. Like they made an elaborate tunnel to escape from Mexico because they're being re- treated real poorly. And it's like a fresh tunnel they found.
1: Jeez, oh my
3: God. way back. Mm. Then. That's scary. And I can just
2: imagine, like in like 50 years the kind of hauntings people will be having <laughs> right. based on that kind of stuff yeah right. if their house
3: is built over a tunnel and they don't know it yeah and it's like quote unquote a brand new house like kyle was saying like oh it shouldn't be haunted and yeah. it's like oh yeah
1: <laughs> Or maybe it's not <laughs> haunted. maybe it's just people from the tunnel just you know playing pranks on you
3: yeah piping
2: in some stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah they're like hey we need yeah. to get these people out of the house we want a beer <laughs>
2: squatters <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> future squatters
3: yeah <laughs> well um i will go next i've got a story as well this happened to me when i was a little girl i was about eight years old first paranormal experience of my life
1: has there been more since yes okay right. yes Weird. i've
3: i've had a lot of i've lived in a lot of haunted houses since then page ha-
2: has what what we call like to call the touch
1: <laughs> oh geez
0: i'm touched <laughs> <laughs> that could go so many ways um
1: <laughs> in so many
3: ways. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually very glad that I'm dating Sam for many reasons. But for one reason is that he is a ghost deterrent. So I haven't seen a ghost since I moved in with him. But I before see, that, I was seeing ghosts. I see a ghost. I deter it.
0: Get the fuck out of here. You're not exactly. welcome. He is a yeah. Your
2: damn dirty pause. OK, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're eight years old
0: um i was eight years
3: old it was 1996 my dad moved our family to a very small country called qatar which is yeah right next to saudi arabia he got hired there at a oil company as you can imagine lots of Mm -hmm. oil out there
0: yep
3: so we packed up our whole family moved out there and i didn't want to go i was miserable i was leaving all my friends behind (laughs) <laughs> and go into a place I'd never heard of. I I remember being very upset about that. <laughs> and
1: okay, this complete ignorance. But do they have camels out there? Yes. Okay. Yes,
3: they did. Oh my god, the camels were lovely.
1: <laughs> That's how my dad talked me into moving to Texas. you said there was He's camels. Like, oh, no, no, no. What? We'll have a horse. We'll get a horse oh. and we'll have a ranch. I was going to ask if you were promised a camel.
3: No. If they had said camels, I might have been more excited. They okay. were just like nope we're going okay. you don't get a choice <laughs> we never got a horse, so <laughs> ah too bad oh, your dad lied nope. <laughs> um <clears throat> for yeah they didn't tell me camo but they did move us all out to qatar and our first place that we stayed the the company the oil company had a compound for all of its employees but our house wasn't ready yet within the compound When I say compound, it was literally just a gated community, like a gated neighborhood. Um, Our house wasn't ready yet, but I was staying with my family in a furnished extended stay hotel type thing. Not fancy. I mean, it was kind of downtrodden, but I mean, it had a full kitchen, so it's not like a Holiday Inn Express either. And I had my own room, probably because I was complaining a lot. (laughs) Give her her own room and shut her up. Exactly. (laughs) Um one thing I remember about this place very vividly from the first time we walked in till the time that we left and got into our actual house the hallway right outside of our place was smelled like rotten eggs really bad it was very pungent you couldn't smell it once you were inside the apartment mm-hmm. but in the hallway you could smell it really bad and it was always there
0: it was me I farted sorry <laughs>
1: it's true Kyle's <laughs> like you you think she's joking <laughs> No, it's true.
0: <laughs> Kyle knows.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty awful smell, and my brothers made the fart jokes, of course. But uh, I always complained about it. I was like, "We well, go to this country; everything smells bad." I don't know. I was I was a pretty bratty <laughs> kid about the move, but I think now, thinking back, that the smell was kind of a portent of things to come, because uh. they say that egg smells are sulfurous, like that's a sulfur smell, and that might be attached to ghosts and things like that. Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Smelly ghosts. Um, But when we first got there, I had jet lag like a bitch. That was my first international travel. I was a little kid, and I remember. You can't sleep on a plane. I can't sleep on a plane, even back then.
1: That makes two of us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Can't. Oh, man. No chance.
2: You guys make me me feel like an (laughs) X-Man. He can sleep like,
3: well, yeah. I can't help
2: but fall asleep.
3: I'm on a plane. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep. I can't
2: stay awake.
3: I basically fly by myself if we ever fly together because I'm awake the whole time and he's asleep. (laughs) But I was jet lagged really bad. I remember staying up for nights on end because I couldn't sleep, but I was exhausted at the same time. So I would just like lay there and stare at the ceiling. Sucking in those fart smells, huh? (laughs) Not inside. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Maybe my own fart smells. I don't know. (laughs) But um, the uh, not the first night, maybe the second or third night that I was there, I remembered I had tried to read like a Goosebumps book, but I couldn't pay attention to it because I was so tired, but also wired. So I just laid there. The light was on because I had been reading and I didn't get up to go turn it off. And there was a crazy crazy sound that came out of the hallway while i was just staring at the ceiling and it sounded like clanging ghost farts ghost farts (laughs) (laughs)
1: clanking like
3: clanging like it sounded like pipes clanging
1: okay Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, right outside my door though like i don't know in the hallway right outside my door and i sat there and i remember i Sat up in bed, and I stared at the door really hard, like, what the fuck is going on on the outside of this door? And after the sound went away, which probably didn't last too long, but it was very loud and jarring, I was scared, I ran out, got into my mom's bed, and said, there was a noise in the hallway, and my mom was like, go back to bed, it was just the air conditioner, you're fine. So I did, but that noise kept coming, and I I remember complaining to my whole family (laughs) I sound like such a complainer, but I was complaining to my whole family, like, that noise keeps me up at night. And they're like, whatever, you just have jet lag, it's air conditioning. And my brother pointed at the air conditioning unit. It was a box next to the kitchen. And I was like, that is nowhere near my door. Mm-hmm. And they were like, whatever, you just have nightmares or something. Now, after that, like I said, I heard this sound a couple, you know, maybe like five or six times in the month that we stayed at that place. And after a while, I just kind of got used to it. I remembered being scared, but like nobody was listening to me anyway, so I just I tried to ignore
0: the stuff. I feel like that's every like horror movie. Like they don't listen to the one kid. They're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I know, yeah. right?
1: And then you're stuck living with it. Then you're stuck. Or with they it get forever. you forever.
3: Or they get you. Right. Yes. Yes, that's coming. It's Wait, coming. Are you
2: possessed right now? I've been From possessed
3: this then. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> If I have been, I wouldn't know because it's been a so long. Page style ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> possessed by Page. <laughs> um, but the next incident, even though I'd heard it a couple more times, the next incident instead of sounding like pipes clanging, it was a knock on my door.
1: Dun dun dun.
3: I know, right? I thought oh my brother maybe is knocking on my door but I noticed that the knock before I could get out of bed and go answer the door I noticed that the knocks were on different parts of the door like up in the corner in the middle down at the bottom and I'm like that's not my brother (laughs) why would he be doing that so I just stayed in bed and stared at the door again I was like I don't know what that is Mm -hmm. and then it went away
1: it was the camel
3: (laughs) it was the camel that they promised me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I never got it because it went away. It was <laughs> like, ah, she's not there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hoofing
2: at
3: the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have soft, soft. Oh, they feet. have.
2: They don't have hooves. Yeah, they have oh, soft, nice, really? soft feet. <laughs> I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, it's it's like uh, our feet. They're very soft, like toes. Anyway, toes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my right now my toes are pretty soft, but <laughs> now that wasn't the last or the scariest night. The last and the scariest night there. Or the last of the incidents. Um, it was pretty soon to the time that we were going to move out. My whole family went to an Italian restaurant in Doha, Qatar. It wasn't very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, I remember it being very tasty, but we all got really bad food poisoning Jeez. from it. Louise. Crazy food poisoning. I never had food poisoning like that since then. Two days we were up, like, going to the bathroom every hour. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> that's the scary part <laughs> that's the end of the story. No. um so i remember being up again even though i had kind of gotten over jet lag now i was up for a different reason and the clanging started again but like i said by that point i was ignoring it and i was annoyed because i was sick yeah so i was like "Ugh, this again so i rolled over in bed trying to ignore it and my hand went onto to the other side of the mattress and I felt like there was a depression there. And, you know, I'd been sleeping on this bed for like a month at this point. Mm-hmm. There was no depression there before. It felt like somebody was sitting on the bed with me, but my hand was right where they would be sitting or laying down. I have no idea. Did you idea. touch a,
0: gust, a, a ghost butt? A ghost butt? Did you touch a ghost butt? I touch a ghost butt. <laughs> I did a little pinchy pinch. <laughs>
2: I mean, they're, they're pinching us all the time.
3: That's true. Whew, right now.
2: We just can't feel it. That's what I plan on doing when I'm a ghost. (laughs)
3: people.
1: Some people pay extra for that sort of thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, my hand was on the mattress in this depression area, and I was, like, kind of patting it down, like, what the fuck is this? really weird. And then under the blanket, because this was all under the blanket, while the clanging noise is going on, I felt something, like, very cold wrap itself around my hand, like... As if it were a hand grabbing my hand. Stop touching my butt. <laughs> Basically, get your hand off my butt. <laughs> so, so this coldness Oof. enveloped my hand. It felt like it squeezed. And I was like, oh. And then it let go. And I ran into my mom's room and slept in her bed the rest of the night. I would not take no for an answer at that point. <laughs> I was scared. But moving on from that, at church many years later when i had already moved back to america it's a mormon church because my, my my family grew up mormon they, i grew up mormon do
2: mormons call it a church they have a different name for no it. it's called church oh
3: temple is where you get married oh,
2: it's okay, a different weird. thing i don't know
3: so we were at church and there was a sunday school class going on with me and all these other 13 year olds and the teacher said has anyone ever seen a ghost and I was like, well, I'm. I'd in my head, I was like, well, I haven't seen one, but I fucking felt one. Yeah. So. I you. I felt me. Yeah. I grabbed, felt my hand up. Oh. <laughs> so I raised my hand, and the teacher was like, "Oh, okay. Um, now when you saw the ghost, did it try to touch you?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, actually, it did." I didn't tell the whole story mm-hmm. to them, but yeah. the teacher was kind of looking at me like, "Oh, it did try to touch you." <laughs> um. So according to our teaching, like more, uh, according to the LDS religion, I don't know where they got this from. My teacher said that if you see a ghost and it doesn't try to touch you, it's a good ghost. If you see a ghost and it does try to touch you, it's a bad ghost or a demon. Okay. And I was like, uh, (laughs) well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, teacher. (laughs) You
2: sure you don't have that backwards, teacher? yeah i know right
3: can we look over these
2: notes you got
3: <laughs> and that's later uh like you know listening to her say that and then remembering the egg smell i was like oh dear
1: from that point on you need counseling
3: <laughs> kind yeah i probably do <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> but that's my story
1: it's crazy that's my Jeez, first haunting please.
0: that's insane oh my gosh between the smell the noise the depression and the in the bed and then touching your hands. Ooh. yes And I do, I do want to clarify
3: that is probably the scariest ghost encounter encounter that I've had because it, it, you know, it was so consistent and it spread out and, you know, like, like you said, there was so many different aspects Mm -hmm. to it.
0: Yeah. If it had just been one thing, I could maybe discount the, you know, the whole situation, but there was, it sounds like there's plenty of things going on.
3: Yes. Yes. If it had just been the clanging, I would have. As an adult, I would have looked back and been like, yeah, it was probably just the air conditioning or whatever, pipes in that old building, but it wasn't just the clanging. Well, so. and they say that
2: m- male- maleficent, maligned, maleficent, I don't know the word.
3: What are you talking about? They say that the
2: the <laughs> bad malevolent sees, malevolent ghosts, oh, okay. the insidious ones <laughs> they're attracted to, like the, your will had been shattered, you'd been taken from yeah. your friends. Yeah,
3: I was upset. Jet lagged, food
2: poisoned. So there's like, now's my chance. I've been knocking all night. Time to let myself <laughs> in and sit
3: down.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Scary. Did your hand smell afterwards, like a, a dirty rotten egg?
3: <laughs> I'm I just wondering. I wish i smelled. I wish I'd smelled it now. I to was... this
2: day, her hand still smells of that rotten, <laughs> dirty egg
3: smell. <laughs> he's smelling it right now. <laughs> all
2: right. Poor Sam. Uh, no, I'm attracted to that. I'm oh, OK, OK, good
0: flavor yeah. it works out
2: that's thank you mr demon
0: <laughs> there's somebody for everybody right <laughs> that's right that's right i'm glad i found my
3: my eggy smell boyfriend i <laughs> could have said that better <laughs> And so, now for Sam to tell his ghost story. Hello. Yes. So,
2: uh, mine, we're going to go back about 10 years, approximately. I, it's really hazy. It's after high school, before, definitely before today. <laughs> Some point in between there. The kind of neat part about the story is I get to talk about one of my favorite artists, Mike Minola, who created Hellboy. Oh, cool. And he, I don't know if he, he was involved in it, but... There was a collector's edition Ouija board that was a Hellboy had Hellboy art all over it and basically Hellboy stylings. And it was supposed to resemble like a coffin uh, you know because theres Ouija boards. Based on your your podcast, you guys talked about mm-hmm. it right.
3: Hell yeah, we did. First episode. That,
2: uh, the good Ouija board is like made out of materials that, and stuff like a coffin. Right? Didn't you say that?
0: I don't think so, oh, so maybe that's cool.
2: So maybe it was just this one. This one was styled in in a way. Of, I don't remember the details of it, but it's basically a collector's item with Mike Manolo's art. And I was a big fan of Hellboy, and my friend at the time, Carolina, she picked up this collector's desi- editions Ouija board. Like Paige said earlier, I'm a bit of a nullifying, neutralizing energy. And I've heard that um f- multiple people tell me that. And uh, because I just don't – I don't really give it any of these kinds of things a second thought. I never thought a Ouija board would actually connect to anything besides someone's internal subconscious, Subconscious, yeah, which is kind of neat in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So she gets this thing because she has a different idea. She thinks that it does talk to spirits and what have you. And uh, one night, her and her sister bust out this new – Hellboy edition Ouija board, which are which already sounds kinda goofy because it's like you're already like toy you're toyifying a toy by having this like licensing deal. Yeah. So I'm like I'm I'm like, okay, whatever guys, I'm not really involved. I'm in the same room, probably drawing or something. And uh, so they're going at this Ouija board and nothing's really happening. They're kinda like trying to half heartedly remember how you're supposed to use it. And nothing's really popping. Because it's just the two of them. Carolina and her sister are playing with it. And um, some might even find that offensive that I said playing. Because I don't know. I, is it even... Would you consider it a toy? Or is it a tool? I don't want to Maybe
1: Maybe up anybody. to the, the, the person that's using it. It's up it. to the
0: user. I don't think you're going to offend anybody. Um, as far as I know, I don't think anybody uses it necessarily as a religious tool. But maybe as just a... Yeah. You know. You're good.
2: To me, it was a toy. And... Uh, you know, board games. I I started playing video games when I was eight. So board games to me are like, oh, great! I have to use a, the theater, the mind. I don't. I'd rather just shoot some <laughs> some goombas or something. Wait, don't
0: you play D and D? Don't you use your mind and stuff?
2: Well, now <laughs> as an adult, I have I have tr- you know honed my mind okay. to be able to create stuff. But back then, I was all about the quick fix. You know. So they were playing, and then nothing was happening. They didn't even really bother. They wanted me to play, but. You know, not really attempting, because they knew that I was a kind of a null spirit, a spirit nullifier. You
3: chased all the ghosts away.
2: So what happened was, our Carolina's cousin, Ricardo, who is an awesome person, he comes over, and um, they're like, Ricardo, play Ouija board with us. And Ricardo, if anybody is the opposite of what I am to spirits, is Ricardo is the complete opposite, an attractor, if you will. A conduit. He's like, I don't want to play. I don't want anywhere near that thing. Uh, very much f- afraid of like, you know, chant talking to something. You know that that, that doesn't want to be talked to. And they, but over time, they kind of soften him up and they get him to play. And they start they start channeling something. The, they uh, start talking to creatures. And I'm 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 not really paying too much attention. But what happens is, they get with somebody and they. Find out that he is a Native American, and he possibly killed somebody. And um, and then they later on they find someone who is maybe a, they say I I don't know if they said they were a, they were Marilyn Monroe or just a huge fan of Marilyn Monroe. And so I'm like, this
3: is are that you, is what? a lot to type out or whatever on a Ouija board exactly, to right. type out the name Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Well, it's very much it's yes
2: or no. Like yeah. I don't know how they oh, got there.
3: It just said yes. I, I thought it was I like know. I. You're basically
2: playing am, 20 questions uh, with ghosts. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not like specific. I, in my mind, it's like is this like maybe a kid or something who's just a kid ghost? I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, uh, eventually they I get in on it because I can. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool <laughs> that they're actually like it's actually moving now. I'm not, I don't really believe all the stuff that's happening but it's still kind of fun and i'm not the type of person to like be the secret mover of a ouija board what is it called planchette planchette you know you can tell the type of person who's like that i'm not like that mm-hmm. I, I promise anyways i get in on it that's just what and... they would want you to think <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, i get in on it we get um we get another ghost I th- i'm pretty sure it's, this is three separate things that it has pre- it has presented itself as three separate people at this point because the third one is and maybe we just saw the movie Bobby about Bobby Kennedy recently but it said that it was Bobby Kennedy or something Fuck. I don't remember how we got there okay this is like 10 years ago and they're like Sam you should ask it a question and I'm like I'm I'm you know I'm the nullifier I don't really, I'm just like, this is, this is kind of dumb. You're jokester. I, say, I ask it if it had sex with Marilyn Monroe. Oh. And it immediately moves to goodbye. The planchette immediately moves to goodbye. And then the thing is, it, we can't play anymore because it's just, we can't get it to go anymore after that. And uh, they were kind of pissed at me. <laughs> but I think Ricardo. You ruined
3: it. <laughs> Ricardo was
2: kind of happy because he, <laughs> he didn't want to be doing that game in the first place. And I feel bad to this day because ever since then, that Hellboy uh, Ouija board has not worked. They have tried. Carolina has tried multiple times. I think they have since gotten rid of it because it was.
3: I er saw it recently over there. They They still still have have it. it.
2: Oh, snaps. But yeah, ever since then, I had officially nullified it. And uh, it needs
3: to be reactivated. I think
2: maybe. Yeah, maybe someone to reactivate it.
0: Rub Rub it on Ricardo. I know, right? Yeah.
3: I feel bad, but it kind
2: of it kind of qualified that one, that single goodbye kind of qualified a little bit of, you know, there might be other stuff out there that I don't give to. I still don't give a shit about it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, you, open, I'm you're slightly sa- more open.
1: What you're saying is like, if somebody in the room was purposefully moving it, they would have embellished the story. That's, Whereas, a That's
2: definitely a, a feeling that I get of, from that.
1: Yeah. So right. if with it going straight to goodbye, like goodbye, it's like, oh, okay.
3: Maybe it did have sex with Marilyn Monroe, and it's like, can't spread gossip. Gotta, I <laughs> gotta shut this there's, down. <laughs> there's more
2: to the story, but I, I purposely didn't ask my friend Carolina about it because I wanted to, I wanted to remember it for myself because I was half in, half out when I was there. Spooky. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's something there to it.
0: Maybe it was like a, um, a a ghost child, like you said. They were picking all the that's, celebrities, yeah. okay, and then you yeah. started talking about sex, and they're like, oh, "I shouldn't be talking about that." Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly yeah, that's a what good I was point. thinking. I that's was gonna, gonna
2: say that. Like in hindsight, I feel like if it was something that was just kind of like a, like a goofy, like a, a, yeah, I guess it's
3: childlike not, at least a
2: childlike pr- presence of some sort. That's like, yeah, I'm a Native American. I kill whiteies and now I'm Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. and it sounds like.
3: No, I'm Bobby.
2: All those people are probably from the past of whenever, mm-hmm. whatever we were channeling. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting.
0: Oh, I don't I don't like the Ouija boards. I would never touch one. Don't plan on touching one.
1: See, I I I don't know. I would go into it not serious.
0: You'd... And then your ass would get haunted.
1: Yeah, I would be like, what is it like, Miss Swan from Bad TV? Do you <laughs> look like a man? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like goodbye.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. goodbye. <laughs>
3: Definitely Ouija boards, nothing to mess with.
2: A shout out to your guys's Ouija board episode. I really
3: enjoyed that one. Oh, good. I think that was your was that Number your first one. very first episode. Yeah, got us started on this path that we call near death dolls. <laughs> all right, I think we got we got
2: a is it uh, Lisa's has a story yeah, coming I up.
0: Yeah, I do. next? All right, let me get all my old man noises out. <laughs> 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 I've been having allergy problems So like the back of my throat's all like closed up funky
2: I had to get out my young girl noises Before I did my story (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right here we go So here's my experience In 2014 I was working At a massage school running the student Internship program and I would Work weekends from like 6am to 8pm So long days Yeah uh, and I'd always show up a little bit early to get things set up, and I'd be in the building alone. Um,
1: or so she thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my story. Bye. No, it's kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was a fairly big building, and it had these like four large classrooms, uh, and there was also a bunch of offices kind of around the perimeter. One of the things I'd do in the mornings is I would move stacks of like freshly laundered sheets that were packaged. I'd move them from the linen closet at one end of the building to the student assembly area that was in the opposite, like, corner. Um, and to make the trip go faster, we had gotten one of those laundry carts, kind of like the kind you see in, like, prison movies. Yeah. Like, where they'd hide <laughs> the person and put all the stuff on top and then wheel them out. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those. So I'd fill the sucker up, and I'd go down these long hallways pushing the cart, and not very fast, mind you, because it was packed full of, like, these sheets, Mm-hmm. So there was one office that I would pass on my way to the linen closet. And underneath the door, uh, during the week, like in the evenings, the teachers would put their uh, previous day's attendance lists and grade submission forms, like, under the door. And because that door was always locked at night when they would turn in their papers, um, they'd always leave the papers peeking out just a little bit in case they need to, like, grab it to change something. Otherwise, it would have been, like, entered the next day before they got a chance to get to it. Um Anyway, so whenever I would walk by, I would see these forms peeking out from under the door, and I wouldn't think anything of it. And one morning, while I was 100% alone, I was probably on my third or fourth trip back by that office with my cart, uh, and I noticed a few of the forms were no longer peeking out from under the door. They were actually down in front of another office about eight feet away from where they originally were.
3: Hmm. Weird. Yeah.
0: And I'm 100% sure they hadn't been there before because, number one, I would have run them over with my cart. Yeah, you would have noticed. And number two, they were bright-ass lime green forms on brown floor. I would have seen them. That's a strange color. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every, every form had a different color at the school. So anyways. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I know I hadn't walked by too fast and had like my gust of wind move them. And even if I had, they went in the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah, they followed. Well, they mm-hmm. they, um, they would have been behind me as I was moving in the direction I was going. So if I had moved, mm-hmm. they would have either just come out a little bit or they would have kind of followed me with the way my... That's, that's how I think of it. Yeah.
2: Sure, but sure. they were eight
0: feet in the wrong direction Damn. and let me tell you i was thoroughly freaked out like that freaked me out because it almost looked like they had been placed like where they were um
1: maybe the ghosts are just trying to get some attendance done
0: you know sure. <laughs> i feel yeah. them trying to help you I out i feel it yeah. <laughs> so i know there was no one else in there with me um when i came into the because i had disarmed the alarms and locked the door behind me uh and I'm the only one who worked weekends that had a key. None of the part-time staff that would come later had keys. Um, and none of the regular staff would ever dream of coming in on their day off. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> so that really made me creeped out. But I thought, who knows, maybe I'm just crazy. Because, you know, you think that sometimes. You're like, maybe, oh, maybe sure. I've passed by a hundred times and I just didn't notice. Whatever. So uh, I picked up the papers and I pushed them back under the door all the way. Cool, done with that. Uh, so I continue to make my trips with the sheets, and as I'm walking by or walking down the long hallway that had all the entrances to the ca- classroom, one of the doors starts shaking violently like someone was on the other side trying to open the door without turning the handle. And wow. I, I, I freaking froze, because when I get scared, I freeze and I don't move. <laughs> I just stood there and watched it.
1: <laughs> the deer in the headlights defense? Very,
0: very much. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you remember that time we thought someone broke in, it was just the TV. <laughs> I was like, just
1: uh. Oh my gosh. We need to tell that story after <laughs> we'll this.
0: We'll tell that story some other time. <laughs> Anyways, okay. while you think this may be the AC unit coming on, um, let me tell you, these doors were heavy. They were like really, really tall, heavy doors. And um mm-hmm. I've worked there for some time now, and I'd walk by a million times. I've never seen them do that, and I've never had any teachers tell me that it happened, like, while they were teaching. And to make it even more (laughs) unnerving, it did sound like someone was trying to jiggle the handle on the other side, but the door never, like, opened. So it was, like, someone jiggling the door, not turning it, but Mm -hmm. also making the noise like it was turning the handle on the other side. Oh, my God. So I, I was totally shocked. Oh, my God. Totally shocked. And... I finally found some courage. I don't know where it came from because I'm a wimp. I whipped the door open because I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what the hell this is. I just whipped that door open and there was no one on the other side and no one in that classroom.
2: Well, first off, good. (laughs) Good thing that was the case. Well, I was thinking about that too
0: because I was like, what if there had been someone there? I'm all alone in this giant (laughs) building. I'd been fucked.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. For future reference, you'll fuck fucking run okay (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna solve this myself right now
1: mistakes were made yes i uh
0: (laughs) okay so (laughs) after that i was like i freaked out i i left that cart right where it was i went back to my office very fast i grabbed my purse and i went and sat in my car until the first of my staff arrived like 45 minutes later and i never went back in without someone else there and uh um Probably a year later, we got a new teacher, and he was a part-time paranormal investigator, just just for fun, I think. And he okay. actually did a, a like late night uh, investigation with like another teacher. I wasn't there for this, but he of the building yeah of the building..
1: Oh, geez.
0: Okay. And he said he got the name Greg
1: and greg
0: greg oh greg um oh Greg, and that possibly he had been stabbed when the school before the building had been a pool hall i guess is what i was told uh that he had been stabbed to death in the pool hall and i'm like i i don't know if this is true i couldn't find anything when i was searching online that someone had been Shanked at the pool hall, but who knows? (laughs) All I know is that freaked me out. I would never go in there by myself again. I always waited for someone else. Damn it, Kiki. The cat. She's
3: like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways,
0: uh, so yeah, I know Greg. Oh Greg! Oh
2: Greg!
3: Greg followed you. He lives here now.
0: (laughs) Oh hell no! (laughs) Uh, Hell no! Damn it, Greg! Get a sayon. you take that back. I do. I take it back fully. <laughs> well, that's my story. Okay. That was a freaky... And yeah, you're right. I should have never, ever, ever opened the door. Uh, but those what? classrooms were very... Um, they had like the emergency lights on all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was the anatomy room. So there was a skeleton in there. And as soon as I like opened the door and saw there's no person there, I kind of saw the skeleton. And I'm like, I'm not staying to see if this sucker moves. I'm out. Oh, oh
3: my God. Oh, my God. That's kind of <laughs> nice to get...
2: A modicum of resolution, though. Right,
3: it is. That's what I was going to say before Sam jumped in and said, why did you open the door? I was like, good for you. Because in my story, (laughs) it's the same thing in my story. I froze, and I stared at that door real hard. And I was like, I'm not opening it. (laughs)
0: Like, fuck that.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, first off.
0: I was proud
3: of
2: you. It could have been a deranged person. It
0: could have. There was a lot of deranged people in that area. And that went to school there.
2: shit. But secondly, I think there is something to say about having confidence in moments like that that can dispel whatever it is something ghosty is, something that is not a deranged person but a, a ghosty
1: mm-hmm.
2: there is that something about that energy from being confident that will deter stuff trust me i know <laughs>
3: okay okay <laughs> oh lisa did that lisa exactly spelled that fucking ghost greg was like oh shit Greg's she like, knows oh. where she's up
2: <laughs> oh, i don't want to get stabbed <laughs> by lisa <It> <bad>
0: and it did it made me angry in a way like this like terrifying like anger i'm like okay i don't know what this is but i'm gonna open the door real fast and i'm gonna i'm gonna hightail it out of here if there is someone there but i thought it was just so strange that it was shaking and it sounded like the doorknob was jiggling but i'm like what the hell like why is it not opening so right
3: yeah that's pretty weird very scary lisa oh my god so that's my
0: thing i would have quit <laughs> i'm out she did i did eventually but eventually <laughs> yeah. not right away no it was the students that scared me no. out more than the uh than the ghosts <laughs> than greg you're like greg is fine like, the students they're the bitches <laughs> any former students of mine i'm sorry i'm just kidding i love you you're, you're great. great you're the good yeah. ones yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were some good ones but mostly they were all terrible <laughs> oh, that's except for the good ones, the good ones. <laughs> but anyways all right thanks guys for telling your stories
1: that was really fun thank you i guess it went okay i'm a little creeped out now
3: yeah no right thank goodness it's like the middle of the day
1: when i was like earlier inviting Paige and sam to come over for drinks you know not anymore (laughs) (laughs) well no we
3: should you should actually because sam dispels ghosts (laughs) Uh, okay sam's invited (laughs) sam can go I'm yeah. down for
2: uh, ghosty stuff if we want to do some board action. when COVID's gone. We can go look at some old haunted mansions in Tejas oh, or geez. something. Yeah. Oh, you ready for that? Do a live a live ep- uh, live like video episode. Where we, there you go. we have
0: house. to go to was it Ashton Villa in Galveston? Oh, that one's haunted.
2: Do it. There's got to really? be some messed up houses in Texas, Oh, right? for sure.
3: Well, she's just talking about one in Galveston, oh, yeah. Man.
0: Yeah, Ashton Villa. If we could get in and record there, that would be amazing. It's beautiful, number one. The architecture's phenomenal, but it does have a good ghost story. Woohoo! All
3: right. I'll bring my ghost detecting equipment, which is an app on my phone that I paid two ninety nine for.
1: <laughs> High tech.
3: <laughs> High tech. <laughs> good stuff well that's our episode thanks guys for listening i hope you had a good time be sure to check us out on instagram at near death dolls podcast you can tweet us on the twitter at near death dolls and send us an email at near death dolls at gmail.com with your spooky creepy weird personal experience just like we shared right now Mm -hmm. for a future uh dear dollies episode Remember to put in the subject line, listener, story, or dear dollies. Let us know if we can use your name or not. And if you have a social media you want
0: us to shout out, we'd be happy to do it. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It takes less than a minute and you're doing us a solid. You can also help us out by taking a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and share it on Instagram or Twitter and be sure to tag us. And if you feel like joining in on the shenanigans, come over to to the dark dolly side and join our Patreon for some delicious extras. Like our exclusive conversation show, Dolls After Dark, where things can get a little raunchy. Don't you know? Just a little. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) doll fam, keep it kooky. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.
2: Toodaloo.
1: (laughs) See you later.
0: A special thanks to Sam Hears for our art and music. If you'd like to see more from him, check out the links in our show notes.